EWN Sport presents the Pitchside Podcast with Ahmed Kaji and Michael Pedro. Hello and welcome to the finals edition of Pitchside Podcast. My name is Ahmed Kaji. And I'm Michael Pedro. Coming up in this episode, we're featuring the men's and women's final, which took place at the Vit Stadium. The women kicking off at 3.30 and in the men kicking off at 6 p.m. Yes, TUT well represented across both, making the women's and the men's finals against Vits and UWC respectively. And as mentioned, it was the women who got the day underway with UWC making their first appearance in a varsity football final while TUT were looking for their fifth title in the women's division. The women from TUT went uh, into their game against UWC as favourites and uh, from our previous episode I mentioned that uh, they would probably be going away with uh, the victory but it turns out that in the opening stages of the game UWC thought they were going to pull up a miracle getting an early lead uh, for a penalty. Yes and UWC didn't look too riled by the occasion and they came out the stronger of the two teams they didn't show too many nerves and it was a good start for the ladies from the Western Cape getting that goal before halftime taking that lead into the halftime break and hoping to build on it in the second half. Yeah, and then just, uh, you know, moving towards that second half, uh, all the pressure coming through from TUT and everyone thought UWC will hold out, uh, pull out a brilliant defensive performance and manage to hold out. But clearly that was not the case for UWC. TUT's experience definitely came through, especially in the latter stages. They netted two goals in the space of two minutes. And you could see after the first one that UWC were rattled. And TUT knew that they had UWC under a lot of pressure. And that's when they capitalized on that, scored the second goal. And after that, UWC didn't really look like finding a late equalizer. Granted, those two goals from TUT were pretty late on as well. But UWC looked shell-shocked by a quick turnaround from the ladies from Pretoria. Yeah, I mean, that tends to always happen. Uh, There's uh, the equalizer where you think the game is getting away from you. And uh, if your concentration slips just slightly more, you can concede another goal. And clearly that was the case for UWC. It was really unfortunate and uh, we obviously were hoping and we were rooting for UWC to a certain extent, uh, you know, being someone who wants to back the underdog. And, uh, you know, for UWC, they went back uh, home, unfortunately, with nothing except a silver medal. But, uh, you know, kudos to TUT for pulling out such a brilliant comeback and showing that resilience. And that this is what we can say champions are made of, at least five-time champions. Exactly. And UWC, despite the loss, can be very proud of themselves. No one expected them to make it this far. And to put in a performance like they did shows how far they've come as a team. And it shows that the future is bright, that they can make more finals in years to come. After the game, we caught up with TUT women's captain Jabulile Mazibuko to find out her thoughts on the final. I am so excited and I'm over the moon. I can't even explain the way, how I feel actually, but indeed I'm so happy for my team that uh, we won the trophy. You were 1-0 down. What was going through your mind within the last 10 minutes uh, when you were still 1-0 down? What was going through your mind? Um, I know my teammates and we talked uh, that we're going to fight until we become victorious. We didn't lose hope, we didn't give up. We actually had faith that we're going to come back. That's why at the end of the day we managed to become victorious because we managed to work together as a team. We didn't give up. Mazibuko also spoke about this being her final varsity final and spoke about how happy she was that she managed to get that fifth star on the bed. I'm over the moon because 
actually this was my last year playing the varsity cup so i'm so grateful that i was a captain and i managed to retire with a, a five-star trophy and everything like i'm so excited i'm over there i can't even explain it many people will say no retirement the next stop is a banana banana for varsity yes for me it's uh, retirement but from now it's my time to focus more on becoming a banana banana player i've been there before so it simply means now i need to work uh, extra hard to, back, to get back to the team it was a great final, great campaign from the TUT women and I'm sure that uh, next year in 2019 we can definitely expect just as strong a season from them. Those were the scenes as the men from TUT ensured that they made a clean sweep of varsity football this year following the women's victory earlier in the day. TUT coming off the back of making the final last year as well. Unfortunately for them, they went down to Tux on that occasion. This time they were playing against Witz at Witz's home ground and in a campaign that saw them play every game away from home, not many people put it past them to go out and claim the victory again. I was one of those. I always thought that uh, TUT will be on the road the entire campaign. I said by the time the sixth round comes along, they will be exceptionally tired and that uh, they wouldn't be able to get those brilliant results in the sixth, seventh and eighth round. But clearly it had no impact on them whatsoever. And I think also the thing that played into TUT's hands in this particular game was the fact that they had beaten Wits already at the Wits Stadium. TUT ran out 4-2 winners on that occasion and that might have been a little bit of a mental block for the Wits players heading into this one. That's what everyone thought until about 25 minutes into the first half when uh, Wits decided to actually score from a corner. It was a well-worked move. You could see they had been working on it all week on the training ground and the captain himself, Tirileto Mutsochi, stepped up and nodded the ball into the top corner of the net to give Witz a surprise 1-0 lead. At that point, I thought Witz will be taking at home. I thought that they would have an edge going into this game. And uh, if they manage to get the first goal, they may feel more confident heading into the rest of the game. And uh, just under the half-hour mark, they managed to get that. And from there, the crowd jumped onto their side. Uh, everyone thought the momentum is clearly with the team from Johannesburg. And that's exactly where it went. And from there, you thought uh, for the remainder of the half, it was all Witz. It was just the blue wave going forward to the TUT goal and uh, I honestly thought a second would come before the half but that really wasn't the case. It wasn't but they would have been happy to take a 1-0 lead into the halftime break which is exactly what they did. In the second half TUT came out with purpose. They really looked like a team that was disappointed in their first half performance and they really threw everything at Wits in the second period and got their just reward. Yes, and uh, Godfrey Machlala clearly heard the call from his coach and he thought he was going to come out. It was a long throw-in and this was something that uh, the TUT players used uh, throughout uh, the game and uh, unfortunately a slight goalkeeping blunder uh, from Matthew Carroll's. Uh, uh, there was fumbling and uh, pinball in the box more or less and uh, you know Godfrey Machlala bulleted the ball into the bottom corner and 1-1 uh, is uh, where it was uh, with uh, just about uh, 30 minutes to go in the match. And from that point you could see that TUT 
City looked to take the initiative. They really came out at Vitz. Vitz, on the other hand, had quite a number of chances, especially on the counter-attack. There were occasions where it was 4-3 on three in Vitz's favour, but they just couldn't find that final touch and get the second goal that they so desperately needed. Speaking about chances that were created, Vitz's left-winger, Baliwe Moyakia, he had a golden opportunity across uh, from the right-hand side, went completely across the goal. He was one-on-one with the goalkeeper and uh, the goal mouth at his mercy and uh, he seemed to miss hit it completely. The fans were really upset uh, and in games like this it's very important to take those chances. It was a 75-80% to 80% chance that uh, should have been buried and uh, it clearly came back to bite them. Vitz weren't the only side creating chances. TUT had a number of opportunities to take the lead and they just couldn't find that final touch. The build-up play was good, the final third was decent but the final ball didn't seem to have that kind of penetration to pierce the back line and the finishing also may have let them down at some stages. The finishing seemed to have turned on, come through the final few kicks uh, of the game. There was three minutes uh, injury time and 10 seconds into the 92nd minute. It was tough. Dreams are made of, but it was also stuff that nightmares are made of. Colin Villacazzi stepping up for TUT, smashing in the winner from just inside the box and heartbreak for Vitz. Elation for TUT. Their fans went absolutely crazy in the stands. Vitz fans started leaving after that, which I was personally a little bit disappointed to see because Vitz did have a good go at this game. A lot of people saw them as underdogs and rightly so. No one really expected them to even get this far. But for them to put in that kind of performance and be denied by a goal in the final moments of the game is testament to how well Vitz did, but also shows the character that TUT have and the drive that they had to go out and win this game. Tweet us on hashtag PitchSidePodcast or leave us a voice note. Now speaking about character, like to say Kofi Maklala, not just a brilliant performer in this game, Golden Boot winner being the top scorer for the entire tournament. I caught up with him after the game to find out what his thoughts were on the game and the tournament as a whole. Many people doubted you, saying you're going to be on the road the entire season. You're now champions. What was the magic formula that trained you guys to get you to, to not feel fatigued traveling every week? Like we've been training hard. I believe our, our physiotherapist is very powerful. He knows his job. He was uh, training us very hard so that we can, be, we can adapt in each and every condition. He also then spoke about how tough the halftime team talk was. Going into the break at 1-0 down, what was the team talk like? Uh, hey, the coach was so harsh on us just because of this was the third time we were going to the finals. So it was going to be difficult if we were going to, if we were going to lose again this uh, finals. So we needed to win. It was very hard on us and then it was also depressing. So we needed to come back. Finally, your message to the Pitchside Podcast listeners. Um, I would like to uh, thank all our supporters for being with us, us, even though that they didn't attend the game. But uh, they made sure that they watched the TVs and then and also give us courage when we were training. They used to come to the training and give us support. TUT head coach Boshi Malloy also spoke about how they played on Vitz's lack of fitness. We knew that they would never last because they were very tired even from first half. So we pushed hard, harder and I'm very grateful to the comforter that embraces us to do everything like we did now. Did uh, being on the road the entire season have any impact on you? Clearly not, you end up winning, but uh, towards the end, was there any fatigue kicking in? No, no, we can't have because we have one of the best physical coach, we have one of the best uh, bio in, in the country, we have one of the best conditional coach, so we can't, we can't say anything else. So I'm very happy, we've won, we've done everything in our powers to win this tournament. Finally, coach, what went through your mind in the 91st minute when the winner went in? We are going to win 2-1. <laughs> Cheers, thanks. He was also over the moon, understandably, with his team's victory. 
coach, you're very emotional right now. I am. We did not have stars in our team. People said we could not do it. We've won the finals. We did not win the final last year. It's gone. This year, in Hemen Mashaba, Honorable Hemen Mashaba's place, us as Solim Sima, we came here to come and collect what belongs to the capital city. And we are the best. We are from Tswane, home of champions. As with any final, there are winners and there are runners-up. We caught up with Vitz coach Alzavian van Heerden to find out his thoughts after the game. Uh, probably what, can we say maybe a game of two halves? I knew when it was 1-0, especially first half when we got uh, two or three opportunities after that. We, I knew that we had to take one or two of them, but we failed to. But I told the boys also in the second half, you know what, the game will open up, but let's make sure that whoever scores us, this, the next goal in the game has to be us. But unfortunately it wasn't, you know, usually, I mean, the game's gone past like Mafi King and UJ. We always used to grind it out defensively. But today they didn't fall our way. We knew the long ball wasn't going to come from the throwing. I think it came about 20 times today. Where do you think it went wrong? I always tell my players, effort is between you and you. And effort, I can't judge them for effort. There wasn't a lack of effort today. I just think that in the second half, the second balls, we weren't picking it up in time. I think um, they were always first with the second balls. We tried with bringing Kamo on in midfield also just to add some more stability. We did well in, in patches, but again in patches. You know, we should be doing well in longer phases of the game, which we like to do. And uh, that brings a wrap uh, to the Varsity Football part uh, of Pitchside Podcast. It was an amazing season uh, for all the universities across the country. UKZN, University of Limpopo coming through, uh, some returning, uh, some their first time into the tournament. Uh, UWC making it from the semi-finals, unfortunately not making it through to the semis uh, this year. They had a rather disappointing end uh, to their campaign. But, uh, you know, it's been an overall amazing tournament uh, for 2018. The end, both teams from Twanetti men and TUT women in my opinion running out deserving winners on both fronts they were the dominant forces in each division and deserved winners coming up in your next episode of pitch side podcast we'll be featuring all the varsity basketball action which will be taking place over the two weekends in uh, October so please follow at EWN sport for all the updates with the hashtag pitch side podcast we'll see you next time to speed with the best weekly coverage of Varsity Football with the Pitchside Podcast. Subscribe now via your favorite podcast app.